always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome back, Beers Watch Podcast, episode 254, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. Our last pod before rolling number two comes through. Also, it is this day five years ago was the anniversary of our first podcast episode. Jeeves was on that, I was on that, the guy who helped me start it is long gone, but I've got a bunch of friends who have helped throughout the years, be it Far back, recent, all that good stuff. We're going to chop it up and leave you with something good before we go into this little baby break. So, to start it off, Jeeves, you were there on the first podcast episode, so how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just working. Out in this heat and everything, so try to stay cool as much as possible. But uh, if you're trying to look for me, I'm at uh, Jeeves1988 on Twitter and Instagram. All right, and... Since Cheeks seems to be off, I don't know, working with customers, he is on the Zoom. I'm so he's, good. He's, oh, he's still, okay, so we can't really see him. We're just looking at it like a prep station. So this will be going to be a little interesting listen to pod. It'll be kind of fun here. Cheeks, we'll toss it to you since you're out in Texas. Appreciate you jumping on. Catch us up. You got your cornea ripped off. You got called into work. The assistant manager quit. What's going on out there? How you doing? I'm great. All things considered, I can actually see today, so... That's that's always a bonus. Um, Texas is hot. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if y'all saw where you know, during the little winter storms they were doing the rolling blackout stuff, and they said that they didn't have enough energy. Yeah. Well, now they're doing it again, and they're oh. saying that everyone needs to set their AC at 78. Ooh. Uh, that actually that, that actually sounds like a Saturday at Duvall's house, seventy eight on the AC. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm know. being nice because it's your five year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> so, cheeks. Before we get into how hot it is out there, and you can't run your AC, but it's seventy eight. How in the hell did you rip your cornea off your eyeballs? Uh, so I went to Dallas this weekend, uh, and I, I decided to put in my contacts, and I left my solution. So I like slept with the men, and Friday and Saturday good. Sunday it was, it was like rough, and it just got worse. And I like took my contacts out, and I guess that's when like they were so dry that like everything under my eye came with them. Oh, so damn, son. I was like, I was like, this isn't good. So I drove to Walmart, which I should have, because I couldn't see anything. Um, and got some eye drops, but that didn't work. So I went to sleep, and that didn't work. So I was like, all right, let me call up the doctor because, you know, can't mess with your eyes. So uh, dude was like, yeah, this is what she did. Uh, every time you blink, it's like um, having a stab on your arm and just rubbing it up against carpet. Oh. So it felt like shards and glass were in my eye. So, what's the recovery timetable here? Uh, it took 24 hours. So Okay. Uh, the, the, the skin's back on, but now my eyes have to, it's going to take another week for me to be completely normal. So, like, my nearsightedness is gone, 
it's blurry, but everything far away is fine. Uh, super sensitive to light, so when I go outside, my eyes just like close. Ooh. But it's getting better. So now I know why when you told me you were going to purchase that plane ticket for this bachelor party we got coming up in July, you ain't done that yet because you couldn't see nothing. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about that is we got our tickets to Paul's wedding today, and I still need to get the bachelor party ticket. <laughs> you, you, you got the tickets for October. You, you're supposed to be coming at the end of July. What's going on? They were, like, just, like, super, super cheap. Hey. Nothing wrong with that. I think it was like 208 bucks to go from Dallas to Sharp to Raleigh, and Raleigh to Orlando, and then Orlando to London. Oh, you, okay. It's super cheap. Okay. So it was like, up, you know. Might as well. All right, well, Cheeks, where can people find you on the social medias if you want to be found? I can find me on IG at I am the Maestro. Same with Twitter, I am the Maestro. Those are the two I use the most. All right, and Duvall, fresh off. I don't want to give too much away of our Blitz tournament. It was a good time. It was fun. The only wins and loss we'll talk about is Logan's epic comeback. If you haven't watched that yet, Blitz, it was fantastic. The, the greatness about Blitz is it doesn't let anybody get too far ahead no matter what, and it keeps the game interesting. All of them were pretty good. Duvall, me and Duvall had a good showdown. Wait for a couple weeks. I think I'm going to release those every Sunday. Since it's not football season, we'll do like a little Sunday night football. Blitz Sunday Night Football release. Duval, man, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. And, and again, thanks for having me uh, over the weekend, man. It was fun. I mean, it's always a good time to cut loose and play some video games, man. You know, I'm I'm no you know YouTube gamer, but you give me some Saturday afternoon and some video games, I'm gonna find a way to make it fun. But uh, like I said, uh, before I tell you where you can find me, again, congratulations on five years, man. You know. I don't know if you thought you would make it this far or not, but uh, congratulations. But if you're looking for me, it's Rod versus Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. Appreciate it, Duvall. Thank you, thank you. And to not to make sure we don't leave the ladies last, and Chris won't be offended by it, we'll jump to Bridget now. Bridget, uh-huh. Bridget came over a couple weeks ago, just released the taste test videos from the Natty Light Sours. Actually, I have just... As I was saying, I need space on my phone, so I just went through four of those truly seltzers to get the B-roll shots. So, I'm on the last one. Here we are, Bridget. How you doing? Just fresh off a workout, sitting on the back porch. It's too hot to be sitting on the back porch, but what's happening? It actually feels nice right now. I I was thinking the same thing, but when I got out of the car, I was like, oh, I could sit outside. And I tried to sit in the front, and it was too loud, so I came to the back. But I'm doing great. Um, if you're looking for me, you can find me at Wine Under the Bridge on Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, that that was really fun doing that taste testing thing. I we actually might buy some more of those. Okay. Considering the the berry punch uh, or what the truly punches, yep. I enjoyed those. So I think that there'll be a repeat of repeat drink for me. But, yeah, I'm doing good, man, and congrats on five years. That's really awesome to be doing anything for that long, especially something that you love. So it's a great accomplishment. Yeah, I thought it was funny. You were at the gym working out while I was trying to pound these truly seltzers to make sure I get these videos <laughs> so I can post it and delete it off my phone because I need more space. So either way, however it gets done, right? We all have our priorities. <laughs> all right. Chris, last but not least, 
came over that? Saturday. We still got, I think, well, all your other ones you were on have been released, but the ones from Saturday will be released. Again, appreciate you stopping through. Had some colors. I think, do you have the shirt on that Duvall made for you? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I wanted to I wanted to especially wear it today after a loss. It's the Joel Embiid big energy chain. <laughs> I was like, I gotta flex it the day after a loss just to show we ain't worried about it. You know what I mean? I feel I you. Be afraid of the Hawks, even though I am. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was fun, man. I'm trying to think what I've done for five years consecutively, and the list is short. So, yeah, that's damn well impressive. Um, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't stay later Saturday night. Um, had an early morning. I got a video actually coming out about what I was doing too. Okay, nice. I yeah, got a buddy who you know, photographer, filmographer, whatever, cinematographer, all the agrophers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just came and uh, hooked it up with something. So nice. Well, Chris, yeah. where can people find you if you want to be found? On Instagram at Buscemi's Kid. Okay, what happened to the Pringles? Yeah, I was like, has that always been your Instagram? <laughs> man, y'all gotta let the Pringles thing go, man. Oh, really? Is it time to let it go? <laughs> I mean, I'll bust it out at some point, but I, it is not my primary Instagram at all. <laughs> so, let's see. <laughs> right, rebranding? right now, you have three Instagrams. You've got Bushimi's Kid, Worst Millennial, and now your Pringles Everywhere one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the Worst Millennial and the Pringles, I just wanted those... You know, handles, so I set them up. I was you know, <laughs> trying to make a living off them. So he's in a enough. rebranding phase. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. It's like right. only it domain, Bushimi's you know? kid. Yeah, Bushimi's kid will come find you. You got to get back on Twitter. It's been a while since you've been tweeting. Dude, I deleted that shit a while ago. Oh, you deleted it? Oh man, <laughs> oh, completely off. That's tough. Twitter is elite compared to all the other social medias. Yes. Yeah. I have been thinking about bringing it back. I probably should. You got to. You got to. Exactly. At least for the likes and the retweets for the podcast and the Beerios and all that kind of stuff. You're right. I'm fucking up. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For me, for me, it's J Real Nation Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and then obviously the Beards Watch Podcast, Spotify, out, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff, and of course on our YouTube's as we've been talking about. They see me rolling. Burial cars, blitz games. I tell you who might be the worst blitz play. I would love to see Bridget and Cheeks play blitz because Cheeks is pretty bad. Help me out. I mean, you're you're pretty bad. You're pretty bad at blitz, right? You, yeah. No, man, I'm good at everything. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basketball. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. We do. We need to set up. The, the next time Cheeks is in town, before you leave out, Cheeks, you and you and Duval owe us content on a Still horse game. Still on this horse game. I feel like I've heard this always before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on this horse game. The the the, the basketball goal is in the cul-de-sac. I'm yep. just waiting on Cheeks. That's what I'm saying. I am always where the hoop is. I stand by that. <laughs> So now the weather. Strange feeling of deja vu. Exactly, the weather will be better. It won't be cold like last time at the beginning of the year. It should be hot, perfect outside. Not perfect, but substantial outside hooping weather. We'll have to set this up. Cheeks allegedly should be flying into town a day before Duval. This bachelor party we have to leave to. So hopefully he gets his ticket right. He don't pull no shenanigans, and we can shoot this. 
who uh horse game and then also we're gonna drive over to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch Cheeks destroy his insides with their new blazing hot challenge. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I sounds good to me. Know, so I'm six, seven minutes away. So yes. you just say the word. Yeah. Cheeks, how do you feel like overall that you're gonna do on this challenge? Well, there's a couple things. One, you don't get it on your lips. Two, it's going to be hot. But, like, it's not like the more you heat, the hotter it gets. If the heat is going to, like, level off, yeah, it's going to be hot. It's going to suck, but I can do it. So, you no, you don't think you're going to throw up? You think you're going to be able to complete it, correct? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Bring your milk? It's, what, it's only, what, five wings, right? I think it's five wings. Yeah. Especially if I can get those all flats. Oh, it's a wrap. Okay. Jacob, you got to ask uh, Alex McCoy. He just did something like that. Did he tell you that? I don't know if it's the same thing, but he just did. A, he, like, lost uh, some sort of fantasy thing with uh, the guys that he does fantasy with every year. If you come in last place, you have to do something like that. He just okay. he just did it. it was, I got to watch it. It was not pretty. Yeah. Um, well, but he did it. Here's the history I have with Cheeks in these challenges. The first time he did one, and it was at Jake's in Greensboro, North Carolina. It was a 10 taco challenge. Cheeks is going to say there was too much taco meat and lettuce. It was too. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It was ten. Was it 10 tacos or 15? It was 10 tacos, but each taco was a pound. Like 10 pounds of tacos. Yeah, it was. It was heavy. It was heavy, and each taco, it was like, what, three, three, and two, I don't know, three, three, and three, and then, or four or something, however the math works out, and the last three or something where the ghost chili pepper sauce was on it, and it was on my old phone that's now been lost in translation somewhere, but Cheeks made it up to, you had to do it in 30 minutes? He made it all the way up to the like Yeah, and he got to like a, a, a taco and a half left, and he was just so full and then threw up. He actually, I'll give him his credit, he got farther than anybody else that the, the bartenders came out and was like, hey, you still get a t-shirt, you got farther than anybody else on this challenge. Uh, I will sell myself out, and I was a dumbass, and I was like, this shit can't be that hot. And I went and took a bite of the taco, <laughs> that cheap, like one of the ones that he hadn't touched yet kind of thing, and took a bite, and I was hurting. I was drinking all the milk, drinking all the water, just hurting, so it was definitely hot, but... I am interested to see. And then the second one Cheeks did is on our YouTube page from when we did that uh, challenge. Chris ran the camera. Jeeves was in it. I think Duvall, I'm not sure if you were there or not watching. No, I don't even know if I was there. Yeah, and we did the uh, Unknown Brewery had that one beer that had the the ghost chili pepper in it. Russian roulette. Yeah, Russian roulette. And Cheeks ended up getting there. And he, I'll give it to this. He finished the beer. He beat Jeeves on Rainbow Road while finishing the hot beer. Finished in third. He did puke his brains out outside, but that's rightfully so. He he'll say that it was because the beer was, was nasty. Which, yeah, the beer was nasty. So <laughs> it was good enough content to make it into our eleven minute, you know, review of the whole channel video. So I'm looking forward to him coming through. And but then it's gonna actually end up hurting me because he's gonna come back to my toilet and destroy it. And then I gotta spend the whole <laughs> I gotta spend the whole car ride up to Asheville for this bachelor party. He'll be sitting in the passenger seat, so end up I'll end up paying the price for his challenge. But hopefully, our YouTube can get some followers on that. 
even on hot ones, even on the show, hot ones, they just stab a little and take one bite. They don't polish off wings. And yeah. Again, we did, but most of them don't like clean a wing. Sixteen. That was a sixteen ounce can too, man. That. Yeah. I had no parts of that shit. <laughs> yeah, Chris was running camera on that. It was pretty good. So I'm looking forward to those five that five wing challenge. But yeah, go hit our YouTube up. They see me rolling. As I said, blitz challenges the pocket chip challenge that. None of us took a challenge in, but everyone else did. It was a good I time. Did. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jeez, my bad. Sorry, Jeez. Jeez did the pocket chip challenge. So all that good stuff, Beerio carts, and just whatever, you know, brewer reviews and all that stuff will be getting going there. So subscribe to that. And let's dive into it. I know off the rip, Duvall always has something in his back pocket to just ask that could create controversy or not. So, Duvall, I'm going to leave it to you. What's been on your mind these past two work days? I know something's come up where you just want to ask. Um, it's not even, I guess, man, because I, I know we're kind of just all over the place just, you know, today. Um, I think the one thing I was just going to ask you, you know, just after being, you know, doing a podcast for five years and you've had so many ups and downs, can you kind of just say, like, what's been, like, the biggest up? And then one of the biggest, I guess, it necessarily wasn't a down, but it's something that was a challenge that you had to kind of work yourself through, you know, over the past five years. Yeah, and I'll say this is one of your go-to questions on anything. You're always an up-and-down guy. That's your go-to. You know, I've I've been with you on tons of podcasts. Up, I mean, I think just up-wise, you know, starting it and then getting people to join, different people to join outside. I mean, getting outside of your comfort zone and asking people, and not, you know, not trying to feel too creepy, right? Like, hey, come join my podcast. It's gotten easier now that you can do Zoom. You know, I think that was the positive of the pandemic. Hey, jump on this video chat. So, hey, come to my basement. Hang out. Let's see what happens kind of thing. You know what I mean? So that was a little interesting. So I'll take the positive on the panel on that. The, uh, I mean, the biggest down to me, I think, was even just the, what, three months in when the guy yeah. that I started the podcast with just up and quit. And then we didn't ever have a resolution. And I try to have a resolution. I mean, you guys all here know me. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a disagreement with Bridget or Chris yet. But I know me and Duvall, I've not really gotten into anything. But we have our discussions. But I know I've argued with Jeeves. And I know I've argued with Cheeks because I've known them for, you know, tons of years. And we've had, you know, a lot of crazy conversations. You know, um, I, I'm always somebody that likes to, if we're going to go our separate ways, let's, let's tie a bow on it and say, okay, let's go. I never really got to finish that, and he just quit out of nowhere. And I'm not—I'm a big closure guy. He never really got closure on it, and I tried to. And it was one of those things where he wouldn't pick up a call. I tried to text him, wouldn't answer a text. And I'm not going to do it at work because we work together because I don't want anybody to lose their job over something outside of work. You know what I mean? So that would be my biggest down. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's it's funny doing the podcast. I think we went through an era of everyone kind of starting a podcast, and everyone has one, right? The the, yeah. the normal white guys got a podcast. If you don't have a podcast kind of thing, so have it and just kind of keeping it, keeping it doing it. I think everyone thinks you start a podcast, oh, it's going to be like Barstool and you're going to get a million listens or whatever yeah. it is. Like, it's not that easy. You know, you're not gonna, you're not the Joe Rogans out there. It's kind of a, we do it as an outlet. I mean, Duvall, we were over here shooting the breeze on Saturday about even the YouTube of, if we, you know, not necessarily making it big, but if we can get to a thousand subscribers and just get enough money to buy beer for the beerio cards, you know what I mean? <laughs> but we're also having fun. Like, I think that's an outlet to have fun. This has been good to where we can chop it up about the Panthers. We can chop it up about cultural events. We can chop it up 
about anything and everything. So it's kind of been a good outlet just to, you know, instead of sitting at work, maybe maybe getting in trouble. And that's kind of how it started was we got in trouble at work talking about Game of Thrones. So we said, let's get an outlet so we won't talk about it at work. Now we have that outlet where, you know, you won't really catch me outside of the podcast. I try to avoid random conversations outside of it because I just don't want to deal with people, you know. It's like, go listen to the podcast kind of thing. So that would be my two things. Other, I mean, that was the biggest down was when he left. But then, you know, Duvall, you stepped up. Jeeves stepped up a lot. I know Cheek stepped up when he could. And then having Bridget come in. What, Bridget? I think, what, two years ago you've jumped in and helped out? I mean, a random invite. I keep losing track of the time, but it does seem like two years. I think it is, though. It doesn't feel like two years, but I think it is. It doesn't. Time flies when you're having fun. I know. And, I, you know, and even I think Chris was – he commented on Kevin's status about our burial carts. And I remember, you know, texting Kevin like, yo, is this guy cool? Is he kind of crazy? Like, And he was like, no, he's a cool guy. I work with him at Bilo. And now Chris is coming over a couple Saturdays every couple months, and we're shooting content. So I think it's it's funny how life works in a way, you know. Bring in the crazy. That's, That's right. Hey, you you were entertaining, and I think it's funny in the same way. Like Bridget, I knew of Bridget in high school, knew she played on basketball team, all that stuff, and then just taking a tweet, reach out to her to get her on, and now like she's friends with my wife and friends with my son and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of cool how you build a community, and you don't know, however you treat somebody 10, 15, 20 years ago could affect, you know, the butterfly effect down the line. So yeah. yeah. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this to kind of just give you an extension on what you were saying is, is I'm pretty sure it helps. I mean, you know how kind of an outlet, like, you know how important mental health is. It's like it, it kind of is one of those things where you have an outlet to kind of have your mental health. Yes. Where you kind of just at least just talk yes. about whatever, you know, and, you know, with everything going on in the world with the pandemic and, you know, now, you know, just work. It's just like, you know, for an hour. You don't have to worry about that. You know, you don't have to worry yeah. about this. You don't have to worry about that. You know, it's just enjoying friends and meeting new people. Yeah. Know? And that's the same thing, you know, like Duvall, it's kind of funny. You always look back on Metu freshman year playing football. You came from a bunch yeah. of different schools. Met you through Derek. We were all on the same team and stuff. And then we go to UNCG. I show up to a couple of your parties. You show up to a couple of my parties. And then all of a sudden we both moved back to Charlotte. You're working. I'm working. But you were at Fort Mill for a little bit. You were yep. bouncing around, and then now we're ended up, you know, down the street, down the street, three <laughs> to five street, minutes yeah. down the street, a, a right out the neighborhood, and a right into your neighborhood, and we're yeah, good to go. So it's kind of funny how it all works. And we talk about, we were talking about it on Saturday, how it's like, you know, it's good no one moved out to like Denver, or like you stayed in Rock Hill or whatever, because we're right here close. We're able to do Panther videos and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, went through the Super Bowl. The biggest down to me would be the Panthers losing the Super Bowl in 2015. That was the toughest. Yeah, it it was it was fun, but you know it, it you know it, we may never have that again, and that's fine. You know, I'll live with that, but I, I still will, will hate that. I will never watch that Super Bowl again a day in my life. Absolutely, I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh. I agree. Sorry. I mean, we went from. What was it? Our freshman year in high school, Bridget, I think you were in eighth grade. Chris, I think you were a sophomore. To all the way till 2015. So 2002, 2003 to 2015, 12, 13 years before the Panthers made a Super Bowl. I mean, that's a long, that's a lot going on there. You know what I mean? Like, that's a whole high school career, a whole college career, a little bit of, you know, your early 20s. Yeah. But 
there's some teams who have never even touched it, so it is, you know, again, it could never happen again, so we don't know, but as we say, I, w- okay. I wish we were doing our watch videos then because yeah. it would have been unreal. I do have a random sports question. So, all right, who do you think will get a, get to that, I guess, that pinnacle again? The Panthers get to the Super Bowl, Hornets get to the NBA Finals. I'm going to toss Panthers. this I'm going to toss this off to Jeebs first because, one, I have to use the restroom, and, two, I really want to hear what Jeebs has to say because he's always a plethora of knowledge with the Hornets and the Panthers. Okay. Okay, yeah, Jeebs. Yeah, that's a lie. Uh, Right now, I'm going to say the Hornets because we have have LaMelo, and we are building – we're going to build around him. And we're right now we're a young team, so we have nothing but to go up. And like this year, we we made the play-in game, so it was kind of it was kind of promising, you know. So I would I would say I would say right now the Hornets would make it there before the Panthers because okay. we don't know what the Panthers have, you know. Okay. But Sam Darnold and like yeah, we got DJ Moore, we got we got players, but they 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 we don't know what we actually have as the players and as an organization of what they've told us last couple years. So I would go with the Hornets. That's a pretty solid answer, Jeez. I'm gonna let Bridget since she did play collegiate basketball. Then we'll go to Duvall because he did play high school basketball, and then we'll, we'll come back around. So, Bridget, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I kind of agree with what Jeep said. Like, the upside with the Hornets seems really, really high right now, and it just feels like the momentum's going to keep pushing them to get better. Like, the, this whole year, I just kept – every time I was watching them, I was just thinking, man, they're, they're a year or two away from being really, really good, and they ended up doing pretty well anyway. So – I guess I don't know as much about the the Panthers, but I, I will say I listen to a lot of New York sports talk radio, and all every time I listen to them talk about uh, Teddy Bridgewater, they were very—I mean, not Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> Sam Darnold—they were very, very excited about. It. They they couldn't really understand why it wasn't working out there. So I think there's a lot of upside there too. But I guess if I had to choose one, I'd say uh, the Hornets. But I'm a little biased because I would probably prefer to see that before I would know if I'd prefer to see a <laughs> hey, Panther. At least you you know, you showed up to some reaction videos with the Panthers, even though a couple times you had Giants shirt on. Now, you know, everyone was like I remember in the comments, hey, what's the girl with the Giants shirt on? What's she doing there kind of thing. So do appreciate that. Be a good friend. Yeah, you got hey absolutely that's what we need. Fill up the couch on those lighter Sundays. It's all good. So I appreciate the input. All right, Duvall, your thoughts. Um and see, as somebody that loves football and basketball, they're like one A and one B to me. Um, I I just I think me I'm more so on the fence of the Panthers. I, as, as much as I love the upside of the Hornets, the Panthers have some pretty good upside as well. Um, I just can't see the Hornets winning a seven game series with the team that they have. Like I, I mean, don't get me wrong, can they? Be competitive? Absolutely. Could they win one or two games in a series? Yes. Hell, I think they could win a series or two. But for them to get all the way to the finals, I think it's going to have to be like 
and I'm just thinking about just teams that they'd have to worry about in the NFC. I mean, not the NFC in the <laughs> East. Like, you got to worry about the Sixers. You got to worry about uh, the Nets at least for the next few years. You've got to worry about Milwaukee. There's a couple of other up and coming teams. Look at the New York Knicks. Since Bridget was talking about that earlier, the, all those teams there. I mean, you got the Atlanta Hawks. They're very, very talented teams that are just as young. Some of them just as young as we are. And they're on that same upside. Um, at the same time, you can look at it from the NFL. But I think the thing about the NFL is just one game. So yeah. you have an opportunity. You really never know. Like really if you, point. Yeah. you know, if, yeah. you get, if you get a first round bye, you got two games and you're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you only need to win well, two no, games. No, but but if you but now they've switched it to that's only the first seed. Okay, well, yeah. You know what I'm so, saying? So, no, yeah, so not to discredit right. your point, it used to be if you're those top two. So it does, if you get to that second seed, you've got to still win three. But, yes, you are right. The one-game thing is a big factor. Yeah. So, yeah. so but at the same time, it, it, it's, it's, you could go either way because in basketball, you can lose two straight and then come back and still win the series. Yeah. Yeah. Football, you can't lose a game in the playoffs and then try to turn around. <laughs> yeah. and win that. So, That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 a slippery slope, but I would say the Panthers, because I just feel like they have, they're able to put the talent together. I think they can do it, and I mean, any given Sunday, you can win or lose. I mean, yeah. they could not be the most talented team and still go. Look at the Panthers of what was that oh two oh three. Nobody thought we were going to the Super Bowl, but then, lo and behold, luck of the draw, we mess around and make a couple catches, get a couple stops here. Steve Smith scores. We're in the Super Bowl. So, that's where I'm at. All right, Chris. You're up. So, maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but watching, like, <laughs> what it takes to win a championship in the NBA right now, the Hornets just have so far to go, you know. Unless one of these young cats is a Hall of Famer, you know, that's really what you got to do, you know. We drafted Cam, got to the Super Bowl. Hornets need to draft a Hall of Famer, attract free agents, and then change the culture, you know. Golden State was garbage until Steph got there, so you know they can attract the free agents now. But all right, Cheeks, yeah, I know you're. No. What are, Cheeks, first off, what are you cutting right now? Onions. It's cheese. Cheese. Cut cheese. cheese. Oh, you cutting the cheese? Ah, oh, no, you didn't set that up like that, Cheeks. <laughs> all right, Cheeks. Um, did you hear the question? Yeah. You're it's, up. It's the Panthers. Like, I feel like that's the only right answer. Because in order to win an NBA championship, you have to have at least a top 10 player in the game to even make it to the finals. I think, like, Detroit might have been the last team to not have what you consider a top 10. And, like, three of those dudes are in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> so, um, ball, you know, you can just have a badass D lock, you know. Win. So I feel like it's easier to probably get lucky in drafting in football than it is basketball. So yeah, I've been back and forth, and I think everyone's had a pretty solid argument. I like the, that the Hornets do finally have a future All Star in Lamelo. I think Lamelo's the real deal. He seems like all he wants to do is play basketball and maybe hook up with some Instagram models, and that's okay. Ain't nothing hey, wrong you know, with that. Hey, he- 
and you know, by the way, he took a page out of Lou Williams' book because he's got two girlfriends. That's what I'm saying. I think. So, I, so I, hey, hey, you know. listen. Everybody's <laughs> got to have their relief or release somewhere outside of their of their profession, and he's figured it out. He's got some Tiana Trump, another girl, instant, whatever it is, has got to get that wrist right and keep him healthy. I think he needs to get in the weight room. But he's, but I'm not worried about him. I think. He loves ball. I mean, I think Cheek sent me a video when he had that broken wrist, and they shot him sitting there like his foot was just shaking. He just wanted to play basketball. Yeah, so I didn't see that. I think we got a gift there, getting up to number three, getting him. But you solid points in the NBA. It's going to take. Hopefully, we can attract some talent. Also, interested to see what Mitch Cupcake, Mitch Cupcake can do when he was with the Lakers. It's easy to attract talent out there in LA, right? Now, yeah. and he was also able to draft some people. It seems like he's hitting on a couple late picks, but again, those late picks take a little time to develop. So it could, you know, it could take some time, but there's a lot of things that could fall. Panthers is the easier answer because they are building right now a stout defense. And defense wins championships. They've got their corner, they got their DT. They, you know, it, it seems like they got to fix up a little bit of that back end, but. I've really been interested. I've been saying it for a couple couple weeks now, a couple months. If Darnold doesn't work out, look out for the Panthers trading the barn for Aaron Rodgers next year because I think they looked at what Tom Brady just did. He came down from New England, went to the Bucks. The Bucks went from picking 14th overall to winning the damn Super Bowl, picking 32nd when a team you were like, Jameis Winston couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I really think that's how they're looking at it. So, I mean, I want to say the Hornets, but like as Cheek said, the easiest answer is is the Panthers just because it seems like they're building it. I mean, both teams, right, though, I am agree with it. It seems like they're building in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's that's a good thing. Um, you know, I'm excited to really see. I think the one thing that I'm really more interested in from the Hornets standpoint is just seeing what Mitch Kupchak does, because this is probably one of his biggest challenges. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the Lakers, it, it's, it's not that difficult, but the Hornets, it's very difficult. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You can sell the Southern feel. You can sell love. You can sell MJ as much as you want. You can sell LaMelo as much as you want, but he's still a rookie. Yeah. So it's like, okay, fine. And you, and you, we have enough cap, but the thing is, is if you give somebody the money, are they really going to come to play? I mean, yeah. Gordon Hayward showed flashes if he was able to stay healthy. Yeah. Do I think we would have made it? In we would have got through the playing game if he was healthy. I think so. Um, you know, in, in hindsight, I, I'm I'm glad they made certain decisions like moving away from Kimba as much as I loved him um, because, as you see now, we got everything that he had left out yes. of him. Yeah. Then once they let him go, you see he's breaking down in Boston. <laughs> you know? And the Hornets were—we've had past success, you know. I'd, I'd I'd say we're known as a passionate fan base, the Hornets. So, you know, it's not unreasonable to think you know a free agent would like to come, but it's just currently been a tough sell. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the the difference we haven't had, we haven't had anybody that say, okay, yeah, I want to go play with him. Now that's, we that's do. Fair. Now we do. Kind of with Lamelo, say, okay, all right, he's an up and coming star. Let me go there and let's 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 see if we can work together. You know, yeah, we've never really had one person. Yeah, we had the Kimba era. Lance Stevenson came, Batum. They got him in a trade. I mean, that was a big thing. But I'll counter 
to what you're saying, Jeeves, is like the difference between the NBA and the NFL is NBA, you can get paid more money from your shoe contract depending on what city you're in. Yes. If you're in Charlotte, you're in Orlando, you're in New Orleans, Nike ain't paying you as much as if you're in L.A., New York, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. NFL, that's true. everybody's pretty much the same. You can be a star in Cleveland. You can be a star in Washington. You can be a star in Seattle. I mean, they went, you know what I'm saying? So that's the difference in that thing. And But I will say it's interesting. I remember reading Mitch Kupchak's you know, exit interview, and he was talking about how once players get to Charlotte, they realize how much they like it. And I think we all can experience that. Well, Cheeks yep. doesn't live in Charlotte, but most of us live in Charlotte or the surrounding areas. You know, it's not too big of a city. You're three hours away from the beach. You're two hours away from the mountains. You know, you can feel like you can raise a family here. The schools are pretty good wherever you find it out. If you're a millionaire, you can find a good school, whatever. So that's the thing is trying to get people here and then realizing, oh, it is a pretty cool spot. I don't mind staying here. But it all comes down to winning, and that's what I worry about with NBA and LaMelo, with him being a star, coming from the L.A. life. They need to make sure they don't end up pulling an OKC and trading everybody off and not getting to the championship and winning. Surround LaMelo with talent, and that can be more difficult because it's really only five to seven guys that you can surround a guy with, maybe three or four depending on the cap. NFL, you can get the draft, you can hit on more, convince some free agents to hit on. NBA, the window is so much smaller, of air, margin of error is so much smaller. If you sign a Batum, it sets you back another three years, as we just saw. Yeah. NFL, you sign a bad contract, you may be able to get it in two, you can still you get lucky with a fourth-round pick, and you're sitting there pretty. So, I mean, the Seahawks looked into luckiness with Russell Wilson in the third round, and that was something, you know, so – that could be the, the shenanigans there as well. Don't you think it takes it takes less, though, to make a better – I mean, just because there's less people, it kind of feels like it takes less to make a good basketball team than it does to, to make a good football team. There's so many more pieces. that I, It just feels more attainable for the Hornets when they already have one really, really strong piece. You really only need two or, you know, another two people that can make a really solid team for you. I, I think it, it I think it depends on how dominant that one player is. Because if you yeah. look at LeBron, when LeBron went to Cleveland, they completely turned that entire team around. So one player can take you from being the 10th or 11th seed, 10th or 11th seed in your division or conference, and put you at one, two, or three. Look at like what Shaq did when he went to Orlando, him and Penny. Look what Jordan did when he went to Chicago. Now, do I think that LaMelo is to the point where he can do that? I don't know. Do yeah, I think he's, he's going to be enough to really attract people? Do I think he's going to be a solid player? Yes. But I do think he's going to need, to me, I think he's going to need another player. Yeah. Whether that's Rozier. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think you need it regardless, right? Like like as Bridget was saying, yeah, yeah. even LeBron, to get out of Cleveland, he had to go get Chris Bosh and team up with Dwayne Wade, and then they were able to get those veterans – to piece the right veterans, and that's what I think is key in the NBA is getting the right couple of veterans, the Chris Andersons, the 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 Ray Allens, the whatever that can do the David small, Leeds. the David yeah. that can do the small things that are cool with that. But it, you know, it's a lightning strike kind of thing. Like you better hope it works. So absolutely, Lamelo's got to get somebody. They obviously it came down to we, you know, Duvall, you were there, Jeeves were there, Bridget was there. We watched that Hornets playing game. They need a big that is consistent. Yeah. 
desperately. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they've needed one since their origination. I mean, they drafted Biombo over Kimba. They've been waiting for a big. But last big we had that was good was Mecca, right? Like that's if we're being yeah. honest. in the in the Charlotte area after they left, obviously Alonzo Mourning, all that. Yes, but. In this past 10 to 15 years. Um, Al Jefferson was okay. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Al was, was okay. But he gave us, what, two, a year and a half, two years, and the foot problems yeah, hit yeah, up. and Yeah, then that was it. You're right. So Al Jefferson, my bad, yeah. Al Jefferson was good, but that to me almost seems to be the – because LaMelo creates so much. If you can just get a big that can grab boards, get the alleys – I mean, holy! I mean, I feel like we could have made a run and stay. I think the big thing with them was just stay healthy, which is every sports team's philosophy: stay healthy. But yeah. I mean, they've got the pieces there, but then it's kind of like you said, convincing some of the people t- to come in and make it work. Yeah, you just need somebody that wants to play with Lamelo. He needs to be attractive enough from on the basketball court or as a teammate that. People want to come because that's that's what it really comes down. To. I feel like you can be as good of a executive as anybody, but like you saw with KD and Kyrie, it takes it takes guys wanting to play with each other that really makes a big difference. Yeah. But I but and maybe I'm different. Of course, I'm not in the NBA. But there was never really, and I get it. Some players play a little bit different, but I've never been in a situation where I was like, I just don't want to play with his ass. Especially <laughs> if I'm getting paid, right? Like, we'll find would you want to play with Draymond? You would. You would want to play. You would want to be his teammate. Yeah, I, I mean, but see, Draymond has that persona like a Dennis Rodman. Like, I wouldn't have a problem playing with somebody like Dennis Rodman. Now, granted, they're two totally different players, and I would take Rodman over Draymond, but. Draymond's only going to give you six points, ten rebounds. <laughs> like that's it. But and a whole lot of drama, and so like so you're going to have to deal with all of that just with that you, little, but, little bit. But that's right. something you got to deal with. That's just like if you went and you took and you went and played with with Harden. Like mm-hmm. you got to deal with that. If you go play with Westbrook, you're going to deal with a lot of antics. I'll you know, take certain it. players are going to give you that. Even if you play with LeBron, LeBron's going to give you some BS, and you're yeah. just like, I don't. I don't really know. So I'll take I'll take Draymond from rookie year till what like year six maybe because once mm-hmm. once he started getting established, then I'm I'm with you on Bridget. He got very uh, prima donna esque, but that's about everybody in the NBA, right? Like once you get that big paycheck, it's very rare that someone's like uh, don't. I mean, Batum got a big paycheck and he didn't wasn't a prima donna. He just didn't show up in the box score. He didn't give a shit. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what do you? I mean, what do you? At least, he at least shit now because he's in the playoffs. Yeah, but well, because he's because the Hornets are paying him forty million and he's getting paid three million with the Clippers. Why wouldn't you give a shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but Draymond is. I mean, obviously he's he's been pretty good, a pretty good player, and hit some big shots. But the younger Draymond, to me, at least didn't give you the extra stuff that Bridget's talking about. But that's just gonna come with age. People get more accomplished and feel better about themselves when they get older. So. That's fair enough. Yeah. A little quiet since they've been losing, but you see him on the getting quoted every now and again, Draymond. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's but, setting up his uh, post post yep. uh, yes. basketball career. He's gonna, Absolutely. He's gonna, Absolutely. He's going to slide into Charles Barkley's spot since Barkley just said he's going to retire and what when he turned sixty or something. So. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I didn't even Spark know he was doing that. Really. Yeah, he just came out the other day saying, "Yeah, he's going to retire when he hits sixty. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all he's doing. He's waiting for his next 
he's working on his next deal because he realizes that, like, his window is closing fast. Yeah. Because he's not going to be of value. I don't think anybody's going to really pick him up after he leaves Golden State. I really thought. That's what I'm saying because nobody wants him. Somebody, no, no, no. Somebody will pick him up. Some random team will pick him The Bucks will go pick him up because they need somebody for Giannis. Even though Giannis need to get some kind of offensive moves going. We all saw the clip where he couldn't shake my man's off the jump. And the man's just, I know Cheek saw, he, we were texting back and forth. He couldn't, I mean, he's just big as shit. We watched him with the Hornets. He's just big as shit. He doesn't have any moves. He doesn't have a bag. So he's got to get into somebody, I don't know if it's Olajuwon down there in Texas, wherever it is, but he's got to get something. But I can see the Milwaukee Bucks trying to sign him. Will it work out? I don't know because they just want to make sure they keep well, Giannis just signed with another ten-year deal or something, so I don't know. Something like that. He's there for a while. Yeah, he's there for a while. Yeah. But I could see. I honestly thought when Golden State had it, I thought Clay or Draymond, one of the two, was going to go. Me just too. Be, just because it's hard to keep those people with money and wanting roles, and they stuck around, and almost you could make the conversation. They should have let one of them walk. Maybe Clay, just because of how his injuries have been hitting. And you yeah, could have now it worked out. You got Wiggins. Now I'm here. Wiggins, Wiggins is on the trade block because they want an All Star. Or not Wiggins. Excuse me. Uh, uh, what's the dude from they just drafted? Oh, you talking about uh, gosh, what is his name? You're talking about the redhead? No, 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 the black dude, Wiseman. Wiseman. Oh, yeah, the redhead. Jesus. What are you talking about? Uh, got somebody like the eighth man down there yeah. on the bench on the trading block. Uh, they just drafted that redheaded dude. Yeah, but he the second round draft pick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Jeeves gonna Jeeves on the five year. Don't worry about it. Hey, all you said was the guy that we drafted. Yeah, yeah but you're just... not thinking about the second round pick. Why is it number two overall? They made the first pick. Jeeves, you go on Jeeves. I appreciate that, Jeeves. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out on that that end as well. So, on the theme of keeping players, though, the Hornets need to keep Miles Bridges. Yeah, that dude is. Yeah, I think they're going to come into it across. It's either going to be him or Washington. I don't know which one, but one of them is going to. Because the, the weird part was last year, PJ Washington played better than Bridges. Yeah, but this year, Bridges played better than Washington. Well, so I, I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do. It's so weird they both go. Bridges stepped up, and he always kept – he had that flow with LaMelo with the alleys and everything else. Washington had that one game of 40 points. Yes. And then he got hurt, and then you never really heard from him again. And it was like, what happened? And they both just – and that's the thing is when you, you draft those 18-year-olds, there's just so much that can happen. And there still is so much time for development. Like, think about it. In the NBA, you're at 18. For 10 years in the league, you'd be 28. That's still pretty damn young – to be yes, playing any profession you're in. so And that's what, you know, I, but sometimes they can wash out. Sometimes they can get better. So I'm interested to see what they do with Monk. I think they let Monk walk. I don't yeah. know if they do a sign and trade, but they've got the pieces there. But it's almost like it, like you said, Duval, at some point they're going to have to make a decision. Do we trade these pieces to get a, another all-star? They've got like Hayward's there, but is his injury history? I don't know. They need oh, a big – I forgot about him. I don't know how. I totally forgot that he was on that team. That yeah. that that just makes me think even more that I, I really feel like the Hornets ha- have a chance of winning a championship soon. I, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Just because, like, like, like for instance, like, like Bridges, Bridges and Washington yeah, well, play just, the same position. 
but but he he really I felt like when I was watching their games this year I just felt like he made such a, a difference and whenever you needed a bucket I felt like he got you a bucket and I, I think that's the type of veteran leadership that we were talking about that they they need even if he doesn't even if he isn't producing as much stats which I think he can do I just think that his his experience will be very helpful there. I was just thinking of all these young guys, and I totally forgot about him. I'm not he's not you know anything crazy. You guys are teasing me, but I, I think it's a big I think it's a big big difference that he brings. I definitely I kind of agree with you. I agree with you and Cheeks in a way of I don't think they they had to somewhat overpay him, but he when yeah. he was on the court, you could tell the difference he made. When he wasn't there, you could tell the difference that it like he was the guy. We For said sure. it. We said it when we were watching the the game. When they got down twenty, he's the guy that hey he'll take it in, go a quick easy layup, and try to cut it to fifteen instead of take the big three. And all of a sudden, you're exactly. bricking you're bricking threes, and the twenty point loss is now to a thirty point loss and stuff like that. Yeah. Can you imagine? It would just watch it how horrible that playing game was. Watching them launch all those threes. Yeah, it was torture. Cruel and unusual punishment, and yes. I just—he wouldn't do that. So I just remember Hayward's last year in Utah, and they're in the playoffs, and it's crunch time, and Hayward just disappears, and it's just uh, Joe Johnson, the one that took over. But I'm like, if that's the guy who's supposed to lead you to a championship, right? Fair enough. I don't know. But I would have preferred Joe Johnson over Gordon Hayward trying to take the problem playing coach. I'm just saying that's the problem. I'm not saying he's going to lead them to the to the championship, but I'm saying that that's that's a key piece, a, a crucial key piece that you need in order to have a championship team. And I think if he's not, if he doesn't have to be the guy. Like Lamelo could be the guy, or who you know, whoever can step into that role. He doesn't need to be the one that scores at the end of the game. But I think he's smart enough to know what to do at the end of the game. He's smart enough to know what to do when you're down. I, I just think that makes a big difference. No, which is which is why I that's why I feel like, and like I said, and, and we'll talk about this for years to come because, like I tell Jacob, I all I wanted Anthony Edwards over Lamelo Ball. <laughs> now. Now, I'm not mad at the pick, but the thing is, is, is when I say he needs somebody else, I just and, – and he could he could prove me wrong and be everything that we're talking about, being the person that would take the shot at the end. I just don't see him as having that type of a game to where he's going to want the ball to take the last shot. Now, I see him more so like, you know, Chris Paul, facilitator. He may get you in a position to where you can kick and shoot, but I, I – I just feel like I just I need a little bit more out of him to where he's gonna take it into his own hands and say I'm gonna be the one to get that bucket, kind of yeah. like how Terry Rozier is. But I don't think Terry Rozier has the game to want to take to take the last shot. Take it, to count like, to you, Duvall, he is only 18. He had a bunch of Terry Rozier, right. you know, Gordon Hayward. I think Lamelo can develop into that, but I also think Lamelo can do both. I think he can be the guy like a Chris Paul. Where he will set the his moves, and when he drop when he drives to the bucket, he can set other players up to make the big play. That's why I think he's such a dual threat in that aspect of just he's a six eight six nine point guard. I mean that to me just we're seeing it in the NBA right now in the playoffs. You can't play small ball, right? 
that he eliminates having you being a small point guard. You get him yeah. a big, and you get a guy down there that's seven foot that can be more consistent than Cody Zeller and that can grab rebounds and put backs and get. I think, it, and then you you pair him with a Rozier, you pair him with a, a, a Gordon Hayward, and let him rock. I mean, I think it'd be dangerous as the time he gets to twenty three, twenty four. But we've yeah. got to make sure as an organization, they've got to make sure they show him, hey, we're putting in the value effort, valiant effort to get players to trade for players to. And you got to like to me as the Hornets, before you can attract players, you better draft the right guys at the right. What are we going to be? Unless we win some kind of win the lottery again, which I don't expect that. We picking around the tens or the twenties, right? You better hit you a ten to twenty pick, right? You better find you a a Giannis type of guy, somebody that slides and that ends up should have gone in the top ten. You get him sliding to fifteen or something like that. So that's going to be the key to them. And all of a sudden, if you got two or three guys there, you're like, oh, okay, let's go pick up the smaller smaller pieces, and they can make it happen. So, yep. Is it Giannis or Giannis? What is I think it's Giannis. I think it's, I think it's Giannis as well. Yeah. Giannis. I think the G is, is it G silent? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was good, Cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Cheeks been, been out there free in free Texas. <laughs> he said in the year of 2020, no more white women. So then all of a sudden when he exiled the white women, he started getting more cultural and now he can speak multiple languages and everything. Oh, that's oh man. He been in Texas that long? Word. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. You see he ain't denying it, right? Right. It is what it is. You see? <laughs> that's why Paul's been playing so well, man. Y'all hear about the it's, y'all were talking about Lamelo or who was it dating IG models? Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Like she was like going in on the whole Suns team. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Y'all talking yeah. about like big time deep throat, like seven dudes in a row kind of girl? I don't know. I just she, saw a headline. The whole roster, but I don't know. How, I don't okay, know. this is gonna get a little wild. Bridget stepped away. Maybe she can still hear us. But how in the world? What do you think they just went into separate rooms? And they just all whipped it out, or they just lined up on the couch. Everybody had their dicks out and just going to town. I think it's a resume builder for her, man. I think she's <laughs> publicity, dude. No, I get I that. Think. I'm talking about if you got seven. How, dudes, how, did, she, how did it go down? Yeah, how did it go yeah, down? I've always wondered that week. too. The logistics, like what, no. what exactly <laughs> happened here? Now I think I don't know, but I'm guessing <laughs> that there were probably some that they. Kind of just, it may have been two or three of them in there, but like the high profile superstars were like, nah, y'all motherfuckers ain't in my room. It's just me and her. You know, I like, hope I so. some of the like eighth and ninth men, they might have had to both be in there. Yeah. You know, hell, they might have been roommates on that hotel trip anyway, or yeah. on that trip anyway. You know, so Devin Booker, guys like that, they're like, nah, y'all got to chill. So, a scenario not quite like this, but somewhat similar. Cheeks and I were pledging, and some people allegedly, all alleged, brought some strippers over to the fraternity house, and allegedly they had some down on the stripper pole in our fraternity house and some up in a VIP room where you could pay, and each person went in by themselves at a certain okay. time. Cheeks and I did not partake, 
We stayed downstairs and served beer to everybody else and enjoyed the view while everyone else told us else was going on. We didn't have the money for that, nor did we. We were too in shock because we had never seen anything like this before in our lives. At, at the ripe age of 18, 19 years old, we were just like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, I can't think from that, based off that experience, I mean, they had to have a separate room. They got enough money to buy another hotel room, whatever. But, you know, some dudes just get wild. But, I mean, her coming out and saying that, yeah, great for her career, but whew. That, that's just, that's just see, lame, that's, I feel like, to, yeah. to be watching. Isn't that just lame? That's like something Weird. that you could yes. do in college. Like, opinion, why, yes. why would you want to do that? Right. But I'll tell you, which is why I think some of some players, I don't know, but I think they should have all had separate rooms. But I watched I Am Athlete, and Channing Crowder was talking about how when he was up in New York, like when he would go to Buffalo, like <laughs> – <laughs> This is bad. He was just like what he would do. Like, you know, he'd have his own, like, suite, like, but he would pay for another suite on, like, say they're on the eighth floor. Yeah. He'd pay for a suite on the 11th floor. And he was like, we just take the steps up to the 11th floor and we would have that other room and we could get it popping up there. So, you know, that's that's another scenario you can look at, too. Well, that's um, definitely something like that happened. It was like, yo, absolutely. Homegirls in room 816. We all kicking it and drinking in eight or seven fifteen, and you know you do what you got to do to get it popping. Keep it, you know. That's this. That's, that's, Text us when you're done. Yes. Yes. This is Br- news for 2021. This yeah. is news. Bridget, Bridget not saying this is right, Bridget, but we're yeah. just saying this. Is what Bridget, happened. in the D3 world, have you ever come across a scenario like that? You gotta keep. You gotta stop disrespecting me. I played Division Two. Oh my bad, Division Two. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still. <laughs> I'm I'm start I'm still waiting for that pennant you keep promising me for the basement, so that's why it's still D three. Okay. And, and y'all are now a university now, right? Y'all aren't even a college, right? Correct. Correct. Oh, I thought so. Yeah. Y'all yeah. got yeah, too many students. Here. You got too many students now, huh? Yep. All because wow. of me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I have never. I've definitely seen like girls who have like thrown themselves at basketball players strictly for the fact that they're basketball players i've never seen like a situation like we're talking about where somebody is like trying to get with multiple guys in a row on the same night like that that kind of thing yeah but there's definitely like girls that are just like okay this is a basketball player he is ugly but he's a basketball player so (laughs) i would like to hook up with him which i think is really (laughs) odd but that definitely happens but i haven't really witnessed any Train situations, but train, yeah, the old train, yeah, the Jersey Chasers is what we always call them. Because like I said, it doesn't matter what university right. you're at, someone if they got throw the jersey on, they're ready to go after it. So, right. I mean, that, that's no different than if you were Greek, yeah, you know, part of the student government organization, you know, any of that, you know, it's just some people that, like to chase other things, yeah. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. you know, he's part of SGA or part of this fraternity. You know. Yeah. But uniform. hey. What was that, Cheeks? Nah, that was me. I said uniform. Oh, oh, oh I thought that yeah. was Cheeks. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> working on the Cheeks. Yeah, Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> we don't need salmonella, salmonella now. Come on now. <laughs> uh. All right. Has anybody got any other questions they just want to ask and, and talk about? 
Everybody listen to that new uh, 42 Doug. Who? 42 Doug. Who? <laughs> Never heard of him. Really? No. I, I'm, okay, I'm giving everyone a homework assignment. Okay. Go listen to 42 Doug's new album. It's it's amazing. All right, well, you Better sent... Better than J. Cole's album? Huh? Better than J. Cole's album? Uh, yes. Oh, shit. Damn. Yes. I've, I've, I've re-listened to 42 Doug more so than J. Cole. And I, and I think J. Cole's album is great. But 42 Doug sits a special place. 42 Doug's. All right, well, you send us the Spotify link, and we'll get it going. Like, it sounds like a Floyd Mayweather record, like 42 Doves, like 42 wins. <laughs> like, oh, this doesn't sound like a party, but okay. 42 Doves. Yeah. All right. Is that is that the artist's name, or is that the actual record? That's the artist's name. Okay. It makes me, gives me a reason to not listen. Uh, God, jeez. He was on a bunch of uh, Lil Baby stuff. Oh, yeah. That makes me really want to listen to it. Right, <laughs> I'm running to my Spotify right now. Oh yeah, let me go ahead and go to my uh, Apple Music for sure. Forty two dub. <laughs> make sure you start this one with the forty two dub song. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> uh, All right, Jeeves, are you ready? I am. All right, so we got to end it with at least one question from the Notebook. So the Warehouse Distillery. <laughs> Bridget's wine under the bridge notebook question. Here we go. Choose someone alive currently to be your cellmate in prison serving a 10 year sentence. Oh, damn. I ain't trying to go to jail. I understand right? that. Allegedly, if you had to serve a 10 year sentence or not even serve a t- stay in a room with somebody for 10 years, it cannot be a significant other. Bridget, I'm going to well, throw that, that out there. Even though you, well, can Chief's it be gotta, the opposite sex? Yeah, it can be whoever, as long as they're alive. It cannot be okay. your significant other, Cheeks. So, so it has to be. So it basically has to be a male. No, it can be. No, it can be opposite sex. It oh, can it be, be opposite whoever. sex. Okay. Anybody, as long as they're alive, who you would want to spend ten years with in a room slash cell, whatever. That's a tough one. I, a have, tough one. I have an obvious answer, but I need to think for another second. Okay. It's It'd be wild to say celebrities because you really, truly don't know any celebrities. Like, they seem cool, but would they be cool? Yeah, you really don't know how they're going to be. You know what I'm saying? And I'm assuming that whatever jail I go to, it's going to be one of those, like, minimum security apartment complex type shits where <laughs> the gate is like the size of your ankle, your wrist, like that. need that shit. All right, I got mine. All right, go ahead, Chris. We go with Chuck Norris. Okay. Wow. He provides both protection and, you know, being a celebrity, you can, like, you'll have stories for days. You'll have stories for days. You know, whoop motherfuckers ass. Sorry, should have said that. <laughs> I'm going to go with Chuck Norris. Okay. Man, that's a good one. Jeeves, what you got? I'm still, I'm still thinking. I know, Chris, but 
It's always Chris good. just threw a whole new Chris just threw a whole new wrench in there of protection. That's why you got to go early because you and always I'm take. I'm going minimum security, so I don't need yeah, no damn protection. Yeah, I don't need protection. Oh gosh! Ooh we. Yeah, see, Chris going to like prison. Yeah. So he has to I'm not going to prison. Places, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm going to a higher education cell. Like, where, like you going, going to, to a dorm you going room. to tax evasion jail? Yeah, I'm going to like a dorm room, yo. Yeah. yeah. Where I can like actually work out and have like real like visitors. And can give them hugs. <laughs> People get shanked in county jail, man. You know? I'm not going to county jail. Um Damn, man. That's a really good question. It is, it is a good question, man. Because you, you don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, Cheek, you got anything? Just if you had to it's stay, if you had to jail. stay confined in a room with somebody for ten yeah, years, yeah, yeah. See me, I I, let, I lowered it down to basically like minimal security, like you at like an apartment complex, or like you like at like basically a, a big ass random university. He's at he's at a situations can. jail. Yeah. Let me Charles Barkley. Okay. <laughs> Y'all think off every day. I know you got some stories about the nineties. <laughs> he probably does have some stories about the 90s Jeez, yeah. what you got I, I, I guess I go with the, fir- the first person who popped in my head was uh, Roy Williams cause he gonna just, die soon just, just as like just like always I always like to pick his brain to hear how like recruiting goes <laughs> like what happens behind the scenes yeah. of like the recruiting what like what happens behind the scenes like at the colleges like is college people getting paid or they're not getting paid? Oh, they getting paid, G. Don't worry about that. Absolutely. Well, you ain't gotta go. You ain't gotta sit next to him to know that. Yeah. Allegedly, they're getting paid, but to know for real, we, okay. we, would be from him to hear it from his mouth for someone who has who has went out and got college players to play for him. On bas on the school on the team, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go unless Bridget, you had something. Bridget, do you have like a basketball championship shirt on? Um, I have like a what is this shirt? Yeah, okay. when we went to the conference championship oh, okay. game. I thought you were just trying to flex on your D two or something. <laughs> I went to a lot of championships at my little Division Two school. <laughs> How many have any of you guys been to? Uh, I won. I, a... I respect it. My dad went to Limestone, and he took me through that shit. And I can tell you. Wait a second. Wait. A He's second. told you this I'll before. Have... No, he has not. Yes, he has. I did. Yes, he has. My dad went to Limestone, yes. and he played basketball too. Yes. No. He's told yes. you. Yes, he's told you this. We've <laughs> had. How would I know it if he didn't tell us? He's told us this multiple football Sundays. Multiple times in the basement, he's brought this up. 
Because when you went, I was like, yeah, my dad went there. He was like, seriously, I was like, he was there in the 80s. I think he was there from like 80. Y'all have had this conversation before, bro. What, 87 or something like that? Yeah. Yep. I do not yeah. recall. Yeah, you just had too much wine or too many Trulies that day. Probably so, yeah. But my dad my dad went there, and he yeah. played there, yep. Damn. He was a music See, major. Respect. All right, who yeah. you got, Bridget? Well, my my obvious answer, I mean, my, the one that I thought of initially was Steph Curry because I just want to force him to spend time with me and talk to me. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. But then I thought of a more like a better answer, like I could use it more strategically. So I would want to be locked up with Oprah for the same reason that Roy is saying. I'd want to pick. She's like interviewed so many different people. I bet she would just be able to entertain me with stories and stories and stories for days. Plus, she's so rich that we. You know, I'm such a likable person that we would obviously be friends by the end of this. And she would want to just give me some money just because we're friends and we spent this bonding time together. So I think that's what that's what I would go with is Oprah. Nice. Then you got Duvall. Um, So I got two people. One would be just because he's just. And and he's like my idol, Jamie Foxx, just because he would probably have stories for fucking days. Yep. And we talk about whatever, talk about music, talk about everything and whatever. So we'd always have something to talk about. The mm-hmm. second person is just because I'm competitive would be Michael Jordan. Because, like I said, I would be at damn near a prime golf course because wherever the fuck we're locked up at, it's going to have a golf course. It's going to have a basketball court. It's probably going to have some area where we can play cards and all that type of shit, too. So I would be just competing all day and then tell he'd be telling me just like um jacob said i was jacob no no that was cheeks that said that he would have stories about the 90s so he would tell me stories about the 90s the early 2000s just all types of shit that was not on the last dance yeah so i would just sit around and just talk about that shit now i would get my ass looked all the time but at least when i got out i could say listen i spent this whole time talking shit and arguing and playing basketball and all types of shit with Michael Jordan. And he's from Charlotte. I mean, he's not from Charlotte. He lives in Charlotte. I'm from Charlotte and live in Charlotte. So when I come back, hey, man, what's up with either a decent job or... Definitely. You know, something. Yes, I agree. You have to go with somebody that's going to occupy your time in a fun way. Absolutely. Why not MJ? All right, Chris, what you got? Chris, you're muted. What? Oh, look at it. Rookie I, mistake. I said Chuck Norris, but I'm going to Oh, that's right. You did say Chuck Norris. My bad. I, I forgot already. I'm going to bougie and shit. I'm going to go Tiger Woods then. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> watch out. You might, throw you, a little, you might throw you a little uh, wig on. He might hook up with you now. Nah. <laughs> he got some stories. Hell yeah. And they don't involve dudes and wigs. <laughs> hey, no. you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. That's a wild dude right there. Likes to drink. Okay, good time. Alright, so I'll finish it off. I've gone I, I like all y'all going through different scenarios, but to to wrap this back on to why we started this podcast was Game of Thrones. I wanna go in with the two dudes that wrote all of Game of Thrones on the HBO series and awesome. why, figure out why they fucked up the last two seasons <laughs> so bad. Because they had to run to Star Wars, and then they got kicked off of Star Wars, 
HBO gave them a blank check. Why couldn't they just done that and worried about other stuff later? And now they got a $300 million deal with Netflix. So they got the bread. They got the money. They got everything. But I just want to know why. I'm going to beat it over their head for 10 years of why they fucked up. Why they fucked up. The end of Game of Thrones so bad. Just to put a nice bow on these five years we got going on here. And you're going to ask for a part in the spinoff. Absolutely. They're going to hook me up. They're going to slide me some cash, and we're going to make it happen. On top of Bridget's thing with Oprah, I thought about David Tepper and tell him how stupid he is for taking the real grass out of Bank of America. How come his jerseys look like shit now that he's putting out there? How come he keep wanting all the public to pay for his damn (laughs) stadiums, even though he's worth $14 billion? Go build your own damn fucking stadium, you ass white. But that's that's for when we come back in August and we get ready for the football season, we can go ahead and rip into David Tepper. He ain't won nothing yet with the Panthers. His record is terrible, and he's talking like he going to move the team, like he won three Super Bowls, move the team. He ain't done shit. That's what I'm saying. He ain't done shit yet as an owner besides put the logo at the damn midfield, and that's it. And he over here talking about something. I want the public to pay for my stadium. So, yeah, we'll get into that come August, September, when we we fire this thing back up. But, Yeah. yeah. Anybody got any, as we always finish it, final thoughts, final things before we head out for a little hiatus? Man, all I can is, is, man, again, like I said, congratulations, and I hope for another five years of oh, glorious yeah. fun and laughs and jokes, content creating, you know, for as long as you are able to do it. Absolutely. Bridget, what you got? I was just going to say, good luck with the big life event you have coming up. So oh, yeah. That's who. Don't forget about us. Oh, no. We'll be, listen, Bridget, we'll be over here. You don't forget about us, you know. Make sure you, you, you trek over here for some taste tests and some, some uh, football videos and all that good stuff. Tell Daryl that I've noticed he's been posting on Instagram all his workouts, but he didn't repost our taste test video. <laughs> so my feelings are hurt. On that, he ain't even give it a like, a courtesy like on the Instagram. So I know his, <laughs> I know his brand is very health conscious, and drinking ain't really health conscious. But you know, I'm gonna tell him that because he has said to me at least ten times. Yeah, like he's told me, I think I'm gonna go over to uh, Jacobs and uh, bring those Sycamore beers over there, and we'll we'll just chop it up. I'm like, oh okay, just go ahead, text him. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. And. Of course, he's just waiting for me to make the plans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we'll get it. What he means by we're going to do this is can you make plans for us to do Absolutely. this? Absolutely. We'll set it up. We'll get it going. We'll have some time off once the new kid comes, and I'm sure we'll be able to get around and do some good stuff. So, you know, I appreciate all y'all coming over for beer yos, for all the good stuff, joining on the podcast. Bridget, the late hour and a half before to join the podcast today. Appreciate that. And, yeah, we'll, we'll do it as long as we can – do the podcast, and we'll do the burios and the reaction videos as long as we can as well because who knows what will come about it. But I see Cheeks maybe still cutting chicken or maybe he's uh, dealing with a customer or his eyelids falling out or something like that. But, yeah, I appreciate it. And let's see, who's uh, who has it? Bridget, it's been a while since you've been on, so how do we end the podcast? Peace. Peace.